Hey friends, Andy Jenkins here at Transformation Ministries with The Tribe Talk, another episode where we just discuss all things transformation and really invite you into this space uh, so that hopefully you'll come in closer and then we can get to know you and walk with you. So here at Transformation Ministries, we do three things. Number one, individual and family counseling, particularly for people who are walking through crisis. Number two, the Transformation School of Ministry. And number three, prayer ministry. Now, in a previous episode, you met the school administrator, Michelle Bounds, who I think her secret superpower might be, if you could have a spiritual gift that was a natural gift, would be the gift of... She's sitting here like waiting. Like I wish you could see her face. It's shopping. It's it's shopping. That's the seriously. You got the best shoes, <laughs> like always. Like it's yes. That's that's your thing. That's that's. My husband would agree. Yeah. See, I mean, like, and there's no well, and there's nobody who would know you better than like your husband because, I mean, in the previous episode we were talking about going through all these classes and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I see the issues that I've got. And you're surprised by them when you're sitting in class. And then, you know, they talk about issues and then you're like, oh, I've got that issue. The, the one person in the whole world that would not be surprised about, quote, your issues is your spouse, right? True. I'm, like, t- like, I'm you know, sure he's very aware of all of my issues. I'm just talking about you. Like, I'm talking to, like, everybody that's <laughs> listening. Like, I mean, if I wanted to know what's really wrong with me, I could just, like, press pause right now. Call Beth. Hey, Beth. What? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got... I, I better put on a crash helmet or something, <laughs> or, uh, or you know, no, I think she'd be gracious. Uh, but so if I say, yeah, I think like you're not issue in the negative sense. Shopping, but yeah, she does have a lot of the best shoes. Like right now, thanks. Got these patent leather. I know people can't see them, but <sighs> okay. So I, I feel like. You know, I was going to talk about real serious stuff, and I just took a big <laughs> nosedive. Just crashed the plane. So you debate, like, should I land it and then come back or just take off again or just midstream try to, you know, save it? Probably just save it. Okay, so let's talk about you, Michelle. You got you got this issue of shopping. I think you, your husband, like, he's a nice-looking man. I agree. Um... Tell me how you found Transformation Ministries. There's a picture of her husband right here on our computer screen, by the way. So you're, you're leading the school now, but I know you weren't always leading the school. At some point in the past, this was a one-man show. Rock still leading it, founder, executive director, CEO, chief encourager. When did you come on board, and when did you start teaching classes? And then how did you get in that chair right there? Well... Actually, it's actually a funny story. It, well, it, um, yeah, it's a funny story. Okay. So, um. I'm cueing the laugh track. Yeah, cue the laugh track. Um, in 2014, um, I got married to that my, handsome yeah, to guy that right handsome there. guy right there on my computer screen. Uh, I got married in 2014 and I lived in Corinth, Mississippi. I was a little Mississippi girl. I, I, I know that's hard to imagine. Yeah, I've heard the... I'm looking as, up Corinth as, right especially now. Especially with mean? my accent, right? I'm pulling that on the map. Corinth, right? Mississippi. I got to just... I, I, I don't know. It's going to help you. It's the northeastern corner. The northeastern corner 
of Mississippi. Oh, like if you go any farther, like you can you're gonna literally... You're going to be Tennessee or, or Alabama. Alabama. You're up near Florence. That's it. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Gotcha. I went to uh, uh, college, UNA. Okay. Florence, Alabama. Uh, so I got married in 2014, Mississippi girl. Um, Where did you meet him? Met him in Orange Beach. Oh. It's a beach story. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. so... Yeah, it gets better. Okay. So, yeah. but go take it wherever you want to. Yeah. So, uh, moved to Alabama. Didn't know a soul. Was he from Birmingham? No, he's actually from the southernmost part of Mississippi. We're both Mississippians. Okay. Um, and so, he was on the Louisiana line. Okay. And um, But we met in Orange Beach. Where'd y'all meet? Besides Orange Beach. We met... At, uh, it's going to sound so bad. My aunt lives in Ono Island. Okay. And I'd never uh, been there to visit her and, um, in her, in her new house and had never been to this place called the Floribama. The Floribama Bar. Yeah. It's on the, it's on the state line. (laughs) It is. I didn't know what it was. I'd never even been. And anyway, they had this thing called the mullet toss there every April, I think. And I thought the mullet toss, I I didn't know what it was. I just thought it was a bad haircut. I had no idea. Um, Apparently, it's a bunch of grown men throwing fish. Okay. So, a mullet. Yeah. It's a fish. Yeah, it's a kind of fish. Right. But I was envisioning the... the Bad haircut. That are coming back around now. Like, guys... It's still a bad haircut. On my kids' wrestling teams are wearing mullets. Anyway, go ahead. Right. So, long story short... um, he was there with friends. I was there with my aunt and some of her girlfriends. And we met each other there. And... Just, had a mullet toss. Okay, yeah. so this is the... Okay. I know. I know. I know. Who would, who would have thought? All your students now are sharing this off, which I hope they do, to, to other people. Go, oh, okay. This is... Yeah. This it is doesn't matter gold. where you start. doesn't matter where you start. Or how you start, it's how you finish. Okay. And we 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 we're finishing very well. <laughs> well, I mean, from a mullet toss at the four, it's got to get better, be right? Honest, like, yeah, that it, it's got to like... go up from there. <laughs> I mean, it has to. It has to go up from there. <laughs> yeah. There, okay. So, but that's a that's a great lead in. Like that's the start of like a Hallmark movie, or you know, it's Christmas season coming up. Like that, I could see a story starting like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, country girl goes in, meets a guy, <laughs> random bar, fish being tossed. It's probably a guy sitting at the bar that's an older guy that might or might not be the real Santa Claus. It couldn't. Yeah. You never know. Okay. So, yeah. you guys start talking. Does he talk first or do you talk first? I talk first. Okay. Actually, his friends talked first. He's a very good observer. And so, he wasn't going to talk unless he made sure it was something or someone he wanted to talk to. Okay. Did um, he send them like spies? He he sat off to the side and watched as some of his friends talked. And it was one of his real good friends and his good friend's girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. He didn't have a girlfriend? No, he didn't have a girlfriend. Okay. All right. So, you guys Worked started- out really well with me since he didn't have a girlfriend. So, you guys start talking at some point. We talked that weekend, decided, hey, you're kind of cute. 
Yeah, both ways. Right. Like, okay, hey, yeah, we've got something. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, and so uh, we decided that we wanted to get to know each other. And 14 months later, we were married. Okay, so when you're getting to know each other, you're up in Corinth, and he is... Here. He's in Birmingham at the time. Yeah, three-hour difference. Okay, so yeah. lots of calls, text, drive, all that kind of thing. So 14 months later, you make the move... Here. Here. To Birmingham. Okay. Yes. 14 months later, made the move here to Birmingham. Didn't know anyone, so I sold my business, sold my house, left my family... Moved everything here to Birmingham, um, and uh, I left my church. Um, I had been divorced for two years, so um, just even that in itself, you know, going through divorce, picking up the pieces after that's not always easy. No, I mean, like, to go back to the mullet, it feels like you have... Like what you fillet a fish, you know, when you're going to cook it, it feels yeah. like you've been cut filleted. open and filleted. You've been filleted, yeah, exactly. So um, when I left um, Corinth, um, left everything, left my church, and I came here, and like I said, I didn't know anyone, and um, started to meet some people, and I met a friend of mine. Um, uh, we became friends, and um, I needed community. I needed, I needed church. We went to church, but I didn't, you know, I didn't have the small group because I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anyone. And so through her, I was like, you know, I really need to, I really need to be with people that know uh, what I'm talking about when I talk about prayer or I'm talking about the Holy Spirit or just somebody I can connect with, you know, on that level because I really missed it. Some common ground. Yeah, some common ground. And so she said, hey, Michelle, she said, you know that thing you talk about? And I go, okay, what thing? She said, you know, you know, um, I said, the Holy Spirit? And she said, yes. She thinged the Holy Spirit? Yes, she thinged the Holy Spirit. (laughs) And I said, yes. I said, you mean the Holy Spirit? And she said, yes. She said, you need to, you got to, you need to come to this small group with me. Rock, the guy that's doing this small group, he's got that thing you talk about. And I went, he's got the Holy Spirit. And she said, yes, he's got the Holy Spirit. And I said, okay, I'm in. Let's go. And I'm thinking, okay, I don't know where I'm going, but all I know is I'm going to go. And so um, I go, and it's at the WMU where the school used to be. Yeah, the previous building. Yeah, right across the street. Right, a previous building. And so I go in there, and I'm sitting on the back, and um, Rock says, hey, did anybody register like this past week for uh, classes? And I'm looking around, and I'm like, yeah, it was, well, I did. And he looks right at me, and he said, I left this registration open a week longer just for you. He said, I usually close it, but he said, the Lord told me to leave this registration open. He said, I left it open for you. And I'm thinking, okay. I still don't really know what I'm doing or where I'm at. And so I'm listening to him talk, and he starts teaching. And it became very clear to me quickly that I was in a school. Oh, you thought you were in a small group. Yeah, you, you went for friends in small I, group. I thought I signed up for a Bible study. Okay. But I didn't. It didn't take me long to figure out. I, I just signed up for a school. And I was like, I looked at my friend Paige and I said, Paige? Do you, I said, Paige, this is a school. She said, what? 
I said, we're, we're in a school. She didn't know? No. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, literally that first class, he, he hooked me. And if you've been around rock in any amount of time, it doesn't take long to get hooked by rock anyway, right? Um, just his heart for the Lord, um, his love for people, his passion for teaching. Yeah, he's just honest. He's, he's safe. He's, he's real. Yeah. He's real. And that's me. Anybody that gets to know me, I'm, any, I'm very real and I'm very authentic. And I just connected to that. And so I kept coming back every week. Because <laughs> I was in school. You're in school. I'm in school. And, um, you know, we added lessons each week. I had the three-ring binder. We didn't have the workbooks that we have now. It was a three-ring binder. And, hey, this, this lesson looks good this week. Let's do this one. And so we just, it kept growing. And um, at that time, it was a three-semester school. It's a four-semester school right now. Yeah. So um, I kept going through it, continuing through it. And... Um, I started in um, in the middle of April, so in 2016 is when I finished. I graduated. My graduation. Three semesters. Three semesters. Okay. Three semesters later, graduate yeah. 2016, and um, Rock calls me and says, wants to talk to me. And I said, okay. And so I came into his office, and when I came into his office, he said, hey, Michelle, um, you know, been watching you this last year and a half, and um I would really like for you to um, come and, and be one of my teachers, teach some classes for me. And I was just me and him sitting in his office. And I looked at him and I just started crying. I started crying because I looked at him and I said, you have no idea what you just did for me. And I said, um, I said, you gave me my ministry back because when I went through my divorce, the enemy told me, well, we know what the enemy does. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Yep. Mm -hmm. He had um, destroyed my family. Um, he was trying to kill me. And he took my ministry. And um, because... You know, the things that we teach about here, those ungodly beliefs, I bought into it, the one that he was selling me. What was he selling? Because of my divorce, I wasn't worthy to do ministry, that no one would listen to me anymore. Yeah. Um, I was damaged goods. You know, and the strange thing is, if you look around the church enough, there will be Christian people who will confirm that. Yes. Um, so you can, you can like actually find it quote, evidence to support that faulty belief system. Yes. Yes. So, so I, I sit in there and I thought, oh my gosh, um, here is somebody that I highly respect, uh, spent a year and a half sitting under and learning, and he, he, he wants me to come and teach in his school. He's going to trust me to teach lessons in his classes. Yeah. And obviously I said yes. I was very honored. Uh, I didn't care what he wanted me to teach. Um, I was just so so happy. And I went and I sat down in my car. I walked out of his office. And the Lord just, he said, Michelle, he said, I want you to realize what I just did for you. He said, I am the God of restoration and reconciliation. And he said, 
all those days that you heard the enemy laughing at you and telling you what he took from you. He said, I just gave you back. He said, I gave you a husband better than honestly what I deserved. If I'd written everything down on a piece of paper, he gave me better than what I could have come up with. He gave me my family back, my home. And the last thing he did is he gave me my ministry back. And he gave me back something better than what I'd ever had before. Wow. And I was just so, I mean, ever since then, I've just been so grateful. I've been so grateful for the opportunity. And I love being able to, you know, I love to be able to share my story. I love to be able to share what Jesus can do if you will allow him to. If you will be patient. If you will say yes. And if you will trust him. And I started teaching in 2016. And in 2019, that's when Rock asked me to uh, take over as the director of the school. And I've been doing that ever since then. And I haven't looked back. How often were you teaching, you know, 16, 17, 18? I taught every semester. So multiple classes each yes. semester. So you're like going, I mean, full throttle at this. And then in 19, you start leading the school. Yes. Since then, what are some of the things that have happened? Because a lot of people are just coming in now and just go, oh, this has always been going. But it's not like it's been a, I mean, like you've seen it, you've seen it grow. Like from. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so like I said, when I started in 2014, we had a three-ring binder, and we added lessons <laughs> as, we, as we thought they were good. <laughs> as you thought they are good? <laughs> yeah. And some of them were like, okay, well, maybe we don't need to do that one again. You know, and what's so cool is I still have that three-ring three-ring binder up here in my cabinet that I go back and I look at, and I go, wow, that's where we came from. But it kind of shows you the Lord can use anything. Oh, I he mean, can use, like, you well, he back, needs a willing vessel. Yeah, like you look back at that, and you're like, oh, we're so much better now. But you're like, what? But it worked. It worked. It's, like, it's great. It's just grown. Yeah. You know? Um, so now we have, uh, then it was a three-semester school. Now it's a four-semester school. Um, it was only those, those core, what we call our core four classes. That's what we have. But now we have the Hebraic Institute. Yeah. That's growing. Um, and then we're also developing our discipleship lane. Right. I mean, God is, as long as God continues to bring people that need a platform, to reach people, we're willing to be that platform to allow them to give them a place to share their gift. Right. Just like Rock allowed me a place to share mine. Yeah. And now I get the opportunity to watch, to to give that to other people and watch them grow in their ministry. All right. So as we kind of wind it up, I, I can't believe we got got to the, to that from the fish toss. And shoes. And shoes. Yes, I forgot. I forgot about the shoes. So now, I never now, forget about the shoes. Now, I, I know. I can see the shoes, and, and <laughs> Mark agrees. It's like, yes, he does. Um, golly, the shoes. Does he have as many shoes as you do? No, no, probably not. No. Does he even like to shop? No, but he likes to play golf. That's expensive. Yes, it that's is. Like that's like the girl version. I mean, that's kind of sexist, but like that's the girl version of shoes. Now, and everybody that walks in is going to be like, hey, let me see your shoes. What you got on today? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. So you're rocking that. Um, you know, as you kind of start tying it up, what are, maybe what's something that you would share with people? Because I know that right now, you know, 
I remember being in my 20s and, you know, you're graduating from college and, you know, then it's graduate school and you're like, oh, golly, my life is swooshing by. Mm-hmm. And you say, you think this in your 20s. You're like, oh, I'm so old. Like, it's all the great stuff's passed by. How ludicrous is that? But then you get into your 40s and literally lose everything. Yeah. I've been there. You've been there. Yeah. And, like, what I want you to do right now is speak to the person that's probably there. Because, I mean, that's reality. You know, people are like, God, I'm starting over. Like, I'm, I mean, like, as we end it, what would you say? What God do they need to know? loves to use our brokenness for his glory. And think about when you have a broken vessel, and I would definitely a broken vessel, is when he begins to pour out of you. He, he, he pours out of all of those broken pieces. And it just goes everywhere. Um, a lot of people think life is over when you get a divorce. And I can honestly say that um, I felt like I started living. He took, he took everything that I thought I had lost and he took what was so horrible to me and he made it my testimony. He made it a, he gave me a platform to use. He showed me that just because bad things may happen to you or maybe you make the you know what you feel is the wrong decision. Maybe life is just isn't going where you thought it was going to go that he has the ability to redeem all things and he can make it better than what you ever dreamed that it could be. Yeah. I was reading a book by Brendan Manning a couple of years ago, sitting on the front porch, old house, previous chapter of life. Um, kind of feeling some of the things that you probably felt, even though I did not go to a fish toss <laughs> and, you know, Beth and I did not meet at a fish throw. Um, in that story, Brendan Manning, he quotes St. Augustine and he says, you know, St. Augustine, one of the church fathers, he's talking about Romans eight, all things work together for the good. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. He, he says, Brendan Manning, if that's true, Quoting Augustine. Right. If that's true, the grace of God is so big that he will take the things that have been done to you. He will take even the mistakes and sins that you've made, that you've created, and he will turn all of that if Paul's right, that all things do work for good. God has an amazing way of taking all of our lemons and making such sweet lemonade with it. Okay. Anything else? Yes, okay. I would say give yourself grace. Don't be so hard on yourself. Sometimes that's the hardest thing to do. Sometimes we can we can give. It's, it's easy for us to forgive others and to extend grace to others. But sometimes it's hard for us um, to be able to forgive ourselves and to give our and to give grace to ourselves. That's a good word. Let's close right there. As Rock would say every time we close the podcast, when he's on, 
you're not designed to walk this thing alone, don't do it. The things that Michelle was wanting when she was making that transition was friends, community wanted for sure some kind of connection with the Holy Spirit, but don't miss the importance of the people. Come join the tribe.